and welcome to this special episode of Supplycast, the podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. It is Christmas. It's the Christmas special. Cheer everyone for the Christmas special. On this Christmas special, this most special of Christmas specials, um, this is even better than a Two Ronnies Christmas special from the 80s, this is. Um, we have got, from HCSA, we've got Kath Ibbotson, we've got Rachel Colley, and we've got Andal, Andy Andal, Andy Co- Coley, or most commonly known as Tiny Coley. First of all, there's something I've got to get off my chest, seeing as everyone's in a good mood because it's Christmas. Um, Colley and Coley, they're too close, those names. Can someone please change... Rachel or Tiny, can either of you change your surnames? I'm already married, so I can't change it. Oh, right. All right. That's, oh, We're definitely that's not related, Bruce. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame. Um, okay, so on this, we're just, we're just going to have a bit of a sort of friend, friendly chat. But where I wanted to start, start off was in terms of you know, what you'd normally be doing in your jobs. How is it going to be different this year because of COVID? I mean, do you do, um, what do procurement people in the NHS do? Do they have like the classic office Christmas parties? Or, or one, 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 one afternoon at our place, but um, the rest of the time they're working all the way through Christmas. Yeah. They work extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Do you get a little, do you get to go out at all? Is there any sort of like Christmas dinners or... Or do you just, or, or does the milk of human kindness run dry? <laughs> Usually we have a Christmas get together, um, mm. consists of an evening gathering, either a meal or a night out. We've done karaoke in the past, sit down meal. Um, and it's the one time a year I think the staff can get together and really just relax and enjoy themselves. Um, a bit like tiny, it's quite a busy time of year, so um, there's not much uh, downtime around that. But it's really good to get out and enjoy yourself. So, what does what's 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 going to be different at home this year for you guys? I mean, we've got this sort of strange five day amnesty, haven't we? COVID amnesty um, over the period. First of all, are you going to take advantage of that? I know a few people that have said. What's the point, really? I mean, it's still potentially is dangerous, but I don't know. And is there is anyone willing to say if they are? <laughs> but well, we've decided not to after much heart wrenching soul searching. Oh, what know. a shame! It, it is tiny, but yeah. it's one of those, you know, because you were looking forward to it, weren't you? Yeah, we'd normally have all four kids, their other house, and grandkids on Boxing Day, and there'd be about I don't know, 12, 14 of us now. Um, it's one of them things you, you know when your heart says yeah let's do it we'll be fine and your brain's saying but we've been in lockdown for nine months they're predicting it's going to go up in january again mm. is it really worth putting any of us at risk, at risk. Mm. and you know the, the kids have all got jobs work etc so it just feels a bit um reckless i think mm. to some degree as much as we'd love to do it and it's been it's going to be gut-wrenching on Broxton Day to think we haven't got them all coming. It just feels it's the right, sensible thing to do. There'll be no one eating your buffet. Pardon? The buffet you were talking about the other day. Yeah, well, we we were talking about going for a walk instead and having a a picnic buffet (laughs) like a car. (laughs) 
it's normally we'd, we'd yeah. just have a full table laden down with food through bottles it'll be, of paper. It'll be packed day. out there, wouldn't it? It'll be packed yeah, out well, there. That's the trouble. You can't find any quiet walks for us, to, you know, to be able to go and to get out for a walk even. Every time we go, car parks are heaving and, you know, the walks are busy. So, and you're dependent on weather as well, aren't we? So we just have to year, I think, this year. What are you going to do, Rachel? Are you taking advantage of the... <laughs> of the amnesty? Well, I've got, um, my nan is 87 and in our bubbles. So um, I will have my nan around on Christmas day because she lives on her own. I think it's going to be a very different Christmas to previous ones. Um, I'm from a big family and togetherness is a real thing for us at Christmas time. We love meeting up. Um, like Kath said, doing a walk on Christmas Eve is our thing. Um, meeting up on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, over Christmas, when we can in between work. Um, and it's just going to be very different this year, I think, for, for us and many others. Um, we wouldn't take any unnecessary risk, you know, that put my nan or, or ourselves at risk. Um, and it's been quite a challenging time spending that. It feels like we've been in lockdown, actually, for most of the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is going to be different. You you've still got one of your uh, children at home still, haven't you? So I always think it's having kids open presents. That's the yeah. real Christmas for me. Uh, yeah. I, I love you know watching them open up and the joy in their eyes. So you know, unlike Kath and me, ours are all older now. You're at least going to have some of that. Yeah, that will be lovely, and that is my favourite part of Christmas. Um, you know, make a real effort to make it a bit special for the kids. Um, we get up really early, not just to put the turkey in and, and get ready for the dinner, um, which is, you know, one thing you have to do on Christmas Day morning, get up early and get that turkey in the oven. Um, but for the kids, you know, there's an element of excitement. And from being a small child myself, um, the stocking was a big thing around Christmas, uh, Christmas stocking. And I'll let you into a little secret. So our thing was to have an orange in the stocking with some shiny new coins, uh, one P's and two P's and uh, some chocolate coins. And that carried throughout childhood with me really and something that I've practiced for my kids. And I only stopped having a stocking in my twenties. I don't tell many people. I still have one. Me, me and Bruce still have stockings if we yeah. get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more for me having kids, it's so, more focused on the kids. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's a really lovely thing to do. And I think that's the kids' favourite part, actually, of Christmas. Mm. You can have a few presents under the tree, but the stocking's the real uh, crucial bit. And we all tend to gather and um, watch them open it up, which is quite lovely, actually. Very fortunate. My dad used to put the Christmas turkey in the night before. And like cooking through the night. I mean, people just, I think people were a bit, got a bit, Actually, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big bird and it needs a, a lot of cooking, but it doesn't have to go in at 11pm on Christmas Eve to get it ready. We, we, we've had a few that have been too big for the um, oven that they've come out of the coal. Do you remember when we used to have a coal scuttle outside the back? Yeah. And it's the coldest place in the house, especially yeah. in the winter. So all, all my dad's uh, Watney Powell and stuff like that were all out there, the old party eights and that. And and the the turkey was out there, sort of covered up. 
and he used to bring this thing in. It used to take two of us, and then we'd find out it didn't fit in the oven, so you just have to cut the legs off it and everything. <laughs> yes, just yes. give it a sort of give it a good kick. You're going eventually. Rachel, you opened the door to childhood Christmases somewhat there, and one of the things I was going to say was, what, what is your? Everyone's got a favourite thing they got on Christmas when they was when they was like young. So I want to know who's everyone's is. Do you want to do you want to start, Rachel? On that, there must be one that just pops them to mind without thinking about it. My, my favourite thing is um, the table dressing for Christmas on Christmas right. Day. So uh, it's a bit of a competition between me and my dad. Actually, my dad takes charge and does that when we've been to my mum's for Christmas. Um, I love just the thought and the anticipation of gathering the family and everyone being together. It's a day of rest. It's just a lovely thing. Um, and I think the other thing is midnight mass on Christmas mm. Eve. It's yeah. something that I've always tried to do um, wherever I've lived. You know, I've made the effort to go myself, take the children when that's been practical to do so. Um, and it's something I really love and look forward to on Christmas Eve. I'm does, a big Christmas lover. So does anybody, um, does anybody know what the deal is with, with Midnight Mass this year? No, I'm not sure. There's not really sure. going to be a draw, but um, I, I haven't been. I'll be honest. It's going to be socially distanced and masks. I think it will be. Yeah. So Rachel, the thing that the thing was, although I, I love that you that you really dig your table decoration, when you was a kid. <laughs> What oh, was your sorry. Favorite toy? Yeah, okay. What was your favourite toy? Well, there must be some that goes, oh, that Christmas I got the, you know, whatever. Everyone's got one. Um, don't, probably, don't say an, an orange and some shiny coins. No, probably <laughs> um, the year I got um, a Cindy, actually, springs to mind. Um, it was, yeah, it, it was quite exciting to get a Cindy doll. And then Barbie came along. I don't know which came first. But I was always quite a Cindy lover. And, um, Cindy British? One of them was British, one was American, wasn't Barbie's it? Barbie's American, I think, isn't it? Cindy think, British. Yeah. I'm not really sure, but um, that was one of the things that, you know, springs to mind. Um, yeah, just, and really, it, it's the quality of the, of the presence, not particularly the quantity. Yeah. So, yeah. Lovely to uh, get a doll and something that I appreciated when I was young. Tiny, what was, what was yours? I, I'm laughing because um, the, the the one present, and I just hope my mother doesn't listen to this podcast because uh, is she? Oh, I hope she isn't. <laughs> she listened to the last one with um, Alan. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think my favourite one was uh, we were really, and you, this will really date me, we were really into recording mixtapes. Do you remember? And mm -hmm. um, we used to record like Top of the Pops and things yeah. like that. Very un-PC now, obviously, but um, we used to record them all with like these C60s, C190s and that on a little tape recorder. And I got given one when I think I was about 12 or 13. And uh, I don't know why, but I took it apart. I was that sort of age and that sort of, I, I undid it all just to see yeah. how it worked. Yeah. Never got it back together again. Uh, and I felt really guilty for years afterwards. Yeah. I think that was the, um, um, probably my favorite one. Um, but for, for the wrong reasons. Well, we're trying to, to try and board your mum off listening to this. We don't want to ruin her Christmas. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in an old Christmas memory. Maybe in a parallel universe, she's also doing a Christmas special podcast in which her favourite Christmas moment is giving you that. Yeah. So well, no, she, so, she, so she does... <laughs> Well, they're they're they're, they're both um, getting on now. They've retired down to Cornwall, so they and she's still doing um, German Jerusalem. So she's out. Um, she was their treasurer mm. up until recently, and she's out walking sort of twice the distance I walk every day. So good on her. But um, um, she she really loves Christmas. But um, um, we're we're hoping to get down there this year for a um, for a bit. But are they still Cornwall? Or is Cornwall still building that wall to keep out people that have got COVID? I, I think so. Yeah, they're they're low, low risk at the moment. Low, obviously, oh, um, I, I'm high risk as well. So I, d I didn't want to sort of go down there. But we we'll again like Calf with her family. We you know we we were really looking forward to going down there at Christmas and because uh, my brother's down there as well. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, I think that that was the other one. The other one I think was probably one that you've had was um, a action man with the oh, eagle yes. eyes. With yes. the eagle eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I loved and the scar. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, my favorite. I used when I was when I was a little kid. I loved Action Action Man. They brought them back, didn't they? Not that long yeah, ago. Yeah. They, they look a lot. They look a lot sort of different. But um, I got an I got an SAS Action Man. Oh. I don't think I, I'm not sure they do them anymore. But I got an SAS Action Man. I had like a little you know they had a little grappling rope. I think what it was is after the um remember the Iranian embassy set embassy yeah when on live TV everyone saw the SAS rescue those hostages and that. Mm. And so I think after that action man were like all oh, right and they sort of I think they sort of whipped it I whipped one out quickly for Christmas and I loved that. Um, Kath, what was, uh, I can see you're champion at the bit to answer oh, this question. I'm just thinking about action men. I think I've still got some up in the loft from when I two had them. Um, I don't think I've got that one, the SAS, but I've certainly got three or four still lurking up there in the loft. But, uh, yeah, they what, was your, what was your right. personal Probably, I mean, uh, I can remember getting bought a blue tricycle, you know, the ones that have the bread bin on the back. All um, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the day. Uh, and that used to be brilliant because you could fill it with all sorts of dolls and toys and stuff and go out on your treks and no risk of hopefully falling off, which okay. as we had used to A chopper or chipper or something? Oh, no. Chopper, tomahawk. My dad, my dad also used to say I could fall over my own shadow. <laughs> I would forever, you know, that's, why, that's why you put a little box on the back. Yeah. Make it easier. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, yeah, I did, have, I did love action when I was little. But um, I actually did have a favourite toy, apart from like Star Wars ones, which I was really into. Um, I got I had this um, Tom Baker Doctor Who doll. Oh, with a scarf. Yeah, with the yes. scarf. It was by Mega. I think it was by Mega. I think it was one of theirs. Yeah. And um, so one year I got this this Tom Baker Doctor Who, and I, and I I just thought it was the best thing ever. And with it, I got the Tardis that came with, with it. And with this Tardis, you had you opened the door, you you put your Tom Baker doll in it. I think it was about 12 inches or something. You close the doors and you press this little button on the top. You when you open the doors, he's gone. Yeah. Because, yeah, because it sort of spun round. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And it, and it was great to create the effect that he disappeared into the into <laughs> the far recesses of the TARDIS. That was my favourite. I loved that. Um, well, what's we going to? I'll tell you what, we've got to do this. I'm going to do favourite Christmas films. Because whenever you talk to people, They've always got one film that they say, that's the film that when I watch, it's like, yeah, that's Christmas. That makes me feel really Christmassy. That's the one that kicks it off for me. 
Oh, I'll, I'll uh, go first, Bruce. I've got an next one. Go great on. escape. Got to be. Speaking <laughs> Queen. Did great I escape. Really great, that one. The great, yeah, but the, the great escape is one of those phenomena, isn't it? Where there's nothing Christmassy about it. No, nothing When you were a kid, but when you when you were growing up, it was always on telly. Yeah. It hasn't well, been the last it became, didn't it? It's like the Wizard yeah. of Oz isn't really yeah. Christmassy, yeah. is it? But but all um, what is it? Chick Chick Bang Bang. Not really. They're not Christmassy per se, but you associate them with Christmas because they were always on over Christmas. I must have watched The Great Escape what three, four, five hundred times, and every Christmas it was on. Um, mm. Certainly when you know in, in my younger days, and we, we would still sit down and watch it. And yet, we—I'm one of those people. If I've seen a film mm. once, I, I find it really difficult to then watch it again without knowing what's going to happen. But even though you know Steve McQueen isn't going to jump that barbed fence, you're still all sitting yeah, there going, "Go on, go on, make it." Go on, go on, McQueen. Yeah. And he never does. I live in hope. Never does. <laughs> uh, Rachel, I bet you've got at least one that. Oh, I've got quite a few, but I think one of my favourites, it's a bit cliche, it's The Holiday um, with Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet and Jude Law. And there's a bit of familiarity there just because um, I think part of it was filmed in Surrey. So I've got family that live in mm -hmm. Guildford. Um, it was filmed in Shea and Dorking, I think. Um, so I just resonate with some of those scenes in that film. And it's just a lovely film. Mm -hmm. I love the bit where um, we're reminiscing about Hollywood and, and what happened there. We're in LA, we're in London. Mm -hmm. um, it's a bit romantic. Yeah, I just love that film. Watched everyone, it several yeah, times. Everyone fancies Jude Law in that film, don't they? It's one of those. Oh, no, no, seriously. Apparently, Tiny doesn't. No. It's a, including Tiny, he told me you're fair. That's, it's one of those films where every, everyone can't sort of get to talk about film until we get into Dude Law, bless him. Um, Cameron Diaz, maybe. <laughs> Who else is it? Is it Kate Winslet's in that? Who's yeah, it's Kate Winslet. And it's actually, dude, sorry, yeah. I think it's a Dorking, but he's filmed in Godalming, actually. Godalming. Yeah, Godalming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's uh, it's a great film, and I think it was released in about two thousand and six. And at the time, my daughter would have been about three. So it's one of those that I just you know one evening put the film on, and uh, yeah, it's just stayed with me ever since. So I, I don't just watch it at Christmas; I watch it throughout the year as well. Um, <gasps> we'll put it on. I'll sit that's with the serious. girls and we'll watch that. So that's quite a nice thing. Kath. Oh, it's, it's a tough one because, um, like you said, the not the not typical Christmas one is Cool Runnings. So I can hey. the cool runnings. <laughs> I, I knew Kath would have a good one. It's, it's just one of them films I can remember watching with kids, and it was really snowing really hard outside when they were a lot younger. Uh, but the one I'm reliving at the minute with Oscar, who's nearly four in February, is Mickey's Christmas Carol, a Disney All one. Right. And again, it's one I used to sit and watch with my two when they were little. And every time it comes on, I just you know, it's just that Christmas, Christmas Eve, sat down with the two boys watching this Christmas Carol. And Oscar's really into it now, so he's loving it. So I'm loving it because it's, you know, it's nice to see it carrying on. Who's who's Oscar again? Oscar, did I not mention Oscar? No. <laughs> and you mustn't you mustn't forget Oscar. Oh, you'll, you'll <laughs> Listeners might not know who Oscar is. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Tell us who Oscar is. Oscar's my grandson. So I, I didn't say at the very beginning. In case, 
In case you were wondering if it was like a puppy or something. Yeah. <laughs> we are fortunate that on Christmas Day we are in the bubble with my youngest son and his yeah. uh, Ralph and Oscar. So we will have, you know, three and a half year old causing mayhem opening presents on Christmas Day, which is, this is the first year he's really known what's happening. So every time you go, you know, it's how many sleeps now to, to Christmas, Nanny. You know, so it's it's really starting to build up with him. He's super yeah. excited. Most, most of the exec in the NSG know who he is because he's, yeah, he's appeared in many a uh, conference call, hasn't he? But, yeah, we've <laughs> said hello. He's really lovely. And that's yeah. a good shout, Catherine, Christmas Carol. That's a great film. Yeah, I've got friends yeah. who always mention Die Hard as well. And that's yeah. known as a, a film yeah. to watch at Christmas, which... And, and Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Lethal Weapon's extremely Christmassy. Very, I love the Home Alone ones. In fairness, the Home Alone, the slapstick, and mm -hmm. even though you know what's coming, they're still the ones that you can have a really good chuckle at as well. We were never allowed to watch Die Hard until later at night in case there was any young kids there because there's a little bit of bad language in it. But yeah. it, again, it is, it's another one that you do tend to see a lot at Christmas, isn't it? My two favourites, I've got one that's a really traditional one, which is the... Scrooge musical with Albert Finney, which I just, to me, is just like, it's just ridiculously Christmassy. And yeah. that's just totally like nails it for me. And then the other one, which is a different, obviously a very different type of film, but it's very Christmassy, is Trading Places, which oh, I always yeah. watch. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Christmassy. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah, it's got it's a Christmas scene in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you have a, actually, I was just thinking, you were just talking about Oscar there, Kath. And I'm th thinking, does someone, have, does Oscar's dad have to dress up as uh, Father Christmas and, and, and fill up his stocking? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think that's on the, the plans at the minute. Also, we do have, we've got to be really careful because I've got a bedroom, spare bedroom full of presents for all the family. Um, I still do that now. Really? That's why I've got the hat. <laughs> You've said that for previous years, have you? <laughs> you know, I've gone like I've gone through so many hats. I've got like a red dressing gown with a hood. You know, job yeah. done, job done. Because <laughs> we was talking about, I was talking with, with my kids the other day. They're like seventeen and thirteen, and I was talking about. I said, "What? When did you realise? If, if anyone's <laughs> got, if anyone's got kids listening, cover their ears." But I said, "When did you first realise that? Uh, you know, about about Father Christmas because." We did sort of suddenly go, right, got some bad news for you this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist, you know. We didn't do that. So where did you first, you know, where did you get yeah. the idea? And like the youngest said, well, you know, like people just start. So it wasn't that we saw you coming in dressed with your red dressing gown on with the hood. It was that you just sort of, you know, you just people just talk at, talk at school about it. And, yeah. at, and what happens is at first, even if you're one of the people who still believes in Father Christmas, you sort of... Um, you remain quiet, but you listen, and then you sort of like process it whether you think it's like whether <laughs> it's probably true, and then decides probably true. But I always say the spirit of Father Christmas is real, yeah. isn't it, Rachel? But you agree? That's absolutely true. I think um, you go to great lengths when the kids are little to kind of hide things, and as they get older, they might find things and. Yeah. You know, you can uh, come up with uh, great things like I'm sending the presents off to Father Christmas and he's going to yeah. distribute them. Um, but yeah, a lot is talked about at school and that's typically where I think both mine found out. Yeah, um, but we try and keep that spirit alive and that spirit yeah. going because it's very important to have that. Yeah. 
think I think I we think were so. about five or six or something when we found out. Really? Yeah. Really? And, we, and we used to we just giggle. We knew about it. Yeah. Well, we used that... to find presents. We would go searching for them. We were all. I was going to say, was anyone here? Was anyone here a present a present tracker? Looking around the house, looking. I did that a bit. I used to do that a bit. But no, my mum. My mum's going to watch this. No, definitely. Wasn't me. <laughs> I, ne I never went up in the loft or looked in her top cupboard. No, never so if, if Kath, if you were also a present tracker downer at Christmas when you was a kid, did as soon if you did manage to find them and you had a look, did you immediately regret it because well, it took the edge off the surprise? So I've, got, I've got two brothers and an elder sister. Yeah. So the four of us used to go on a rampage. From a <laughs> And I can remember finding <sighs> some of them in a case on top of the wardrobe and reading my Christmas annual before Christmas mm. Day. And then, <laughs> and then regretting it, really, because, you know, it spoils the surprise. So I must say, the older you get, the less I want to know, because... You know, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We were just miss we're skirting over that, Bruce. What was what? Christmas annual? Christmas yeah, annual? It? Yeah, which one was, what was it? it? Oh, God, it used to be all the Beano and Dandy and all the comic ones. All oh, right. Yeah, I used to like them. I was trying to remember the other day the one I used to get. It was, um, I'm sure it was Guinness Records or something. Oh, Guinness Book of Records. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you get one? I used one? to love a good Christmas annual. That is yeah. actually another thing that I remember yeah. getting. And relating to back to both of your um, things before, so music, a, a good album was always fantastic to get at Christmas if mm. I was lucky and uh, yeah I think Kath when you mentioned bike earlier at some point I got a BMX and it right. broke the mold of it I think uh, that, yeah that was like yeah. wow you know really cool thing to have when I was older yeah. so yeah but an annual is brilliant we, we've <laughs> kind of lost that a bit now no it was one of the exciting things wasn't it you go in remember going into news agent and they'd have like hundreds of the yeah. Buckets all lined up, yeah. and you'd yeah. go, oh, yeah, I want that one. Yeah, yeah. Magpie Christmas Annual. And what was the one with the three guys? Uh, Fred Dynage and that How, the How, How man. Oh, Do you remember How? Yeah, yeah. 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 shows my that. age. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, you, you mentioned getting um, Rachel getting uh, you know, like a, a whatever, like an, an album for Christmas, whether it was uh, a, you know, a vinyl or maybe a CD later on or whatever. Um, I was gonna say. We, we've got to do this, haven't we? Christmas song. Is it, does everyone? What's everyone's favourite Christmas song? There must. Everyone's got a favourite, haven't they? Well, mine is "Last Christmas" by Wham. Oh, I could have guessed you'd have gone yeah, for that. Yeah. I really <laughs> well, I'm an '80s girl, and you know, Kylie Minogue, Wham, all that poppy mm. stuff. Um, oh, I was hugely into Wham. Um, and yeah, that's just one of my favourites. Um, and I can't remember, that must have been released around 84, maybe. 84, um, 85, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was maybe eight years old at the time and it was a, a fabulous uh, song. And I always like listening to that one now. But another one, as I've got older, um, Chris Rea, Driving Home for Christmas. Being at work and being really busy, um, I've sort of timed it that I've got in the car, I'm on my way home, it's my last day, and he just comes on the radio and it's like magic and all of a sudden you just relax and get in the Christmas spirit, it's wonderful. Yeah, that, that was, that was going to be my favourite. 
Rachel nicked your pick, and yeah. therefore, well, I'd imagine, Kath, I imagine, Kath, that's probably ruined your Christmas, hasn't it? The fact that, no, that Rachel... Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. What is the reserve? It's my reserve, it's Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Oh, oh so you nicked one of mine now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we could all come together to ruin everyone's Christmas. <laughs> uh, my other one, I think, was uh, Jonah Louis, Stop the Cavalry. Yeah, I like that um, one. Yeah, yeah, me back to my young shoulder, and I, I quite like that one. So my favourite, well, it depends. See, I always think there's very, very traditional ones, aren't there? And then there's just songs that, that is a Christmas song that you love. So I think mine is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute tumbleweed. Give us a few cuts of that one, then, Bruce. No, oh, no, 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 no. No one needs to hear a white guy rapping on a Christmas. I, I was guessing <laughs> guess you said um, Malakantaya or something. No, no, no. I love. Um, I've, I've always looked rap from the word go and run DMCs, Christmas and Holidays. Christmas and Holidays is actually in Die Hard. It's actually yeah. it's actually played in Die Hard when he first turns up at the the Nakatomi building. Um, but that is my, of traditional ones, when you're talking about traditional, like sort of poppy ones, do you know what? I, I can't separate, if you look at the real ones, like, you know, like the mud one and slaves and all of that, I all think they merge into one, but I quite like that. And I kind of like them all, because I think at Christmas time, you just like, it's, they're, they're just, they're, they're nice, you know? But I think they all, they're like Christmas elevator music, aren't they now? So I like all of them, to be honest. So yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, mud, that's my... lonely this Christmas, and Slade, um, Merry Christmas, Wizard. But, but, yeah, and Wizard. Yeah, all yeah. of them were of of that glam rock period, anyway. So they yeah, and sort of merged together. They, they were the, didn't they? They were the best ones. Um, listen, before we before we go, one thing um, I wanted to to do is not entirely look forward to twenty twenty one, but one aspect of twenty twenty one I want to look forward to is the conference so we're you know just sort of nicking back into business a little bit um we have a little chat about next year's conference everyone's extremely um confident that that will be face to face come come um, in Herringay. and um what i can reveal first of all one thing i wanted to say is uh, you can now book sponsor packages now if you go to the bit site so if you go there you've got all the details there to book early and Gus from Bips has assured me that if you book early, he will be leaving his card behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he said, didn't he? I'm sure that's what he, yeah, I'm pretty certain that's what he said. Um, that's definitely what he said. He said something like that, but no. So maybe if you like, if you book your packages early, you'll, we'll give you a secret email with, um, with, with, with Gus's uh, card. Yeah, I've, I've, well, I've been the recipient of Gus's very, very good generosity in the liquid uh, libation um, area, and he, he's a very generous man. I think everyone has. I mean, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't know, but I was listening to him earlier, and uh, we was hearing great stories about his, his generosity. <laughs> I think we should all we should all wish um, uh, BIP Solutions and um, you know Laura and uh, Noel and uh, Gus and Simon. We should all wish them a happy New Year, happy Christmas, absolutely. happy New Year, because they've absolutely. worked particularly hard this year. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. I'm doing I'm doing the virtual conference, See? and like I said, it does look. I think we're very very confident that mm. it will be. Even if there's a little, even if there's a little bit of additional 
elements added for pur purposes, social distancing purposes. I think everyone's pretty confident that we're going to be back to that. So Palish, well, we're giving out Christmas wishes. Say thank you as well to all of the um, all the sponsors at the conference mm -hmm. this year. You know who um, embraced uh, the in what was the inevitable in the end of having to go virtual um, and were very supportive and obviously you know look forward to seeing them again next year and thanks to every procurement person and every supplier as you know as recognized with the HTSA President's Award so, so as you say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all them as well. Yeah, and I think just taking a minute to thank our members as well. Mm. Uh, you know, membership has grown. I think we're at about 2,600 members. And um, we can't underestimate that, you know, we wouldn't be doing all this without their support. It's been a really challenging year. We've had to deliver a virtual conference. I very much hope that next year we're back in that face-to-face -face space in some form. Um, but yeah, thanks to all each and every one of our members um, for their support throughout this year. Yeah, I, I, I'd add my um, thanks to them all as well. I, I speak to quite a lot of them, you know, day to day with uh, membership queries and stuff. And uh, they were all extremely positive, even though they've been busy doing their real jobs and uh, uh, helping to support our clinical colleagues across the NHS since well before March. And they've all been working extremely hard, and uh, they 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 tell us these things when they're talking to us, you know, when they ring up for queries and stuff. And uh, they were all very much looking forward to uh, um, having a, a get together this year. Um, mm. But um, they all realised that it wasn't going to happen, and and made the most of the virtual event. So thank you very much to all of those that have um, been in contact with the um, um, the website, etc. Yeah. Excellent. Just add to that, then, Bruce, to, to thank the corporate sponsors and all the speakers and judges that helped us as well. So it was a, a mammoth effort on all our parts to pull. Unbelievable! I mean, being in the inside and how it all came together and all that was an, was an incredible yeah. achievement. Um, and uh, I think, fortunately, it was all up there on on the screen, yeah. on the laptop, on the iPad, wherever you're watching it. Um, you could see just for the strength of the content and how something with so many moving parts all came together. So I think it's great. So thanks also to uh, Kath, Rachel and Tiny for all that. Um, I think that's the perfect... Oh, well, thank you. How kind. <laughs> um, I think that's the perfect note to end it on. Um, and we'll raise a glass to all the people we've mentioned there that deserve it this year. And uh, I'm going to ring the, the bell on the supply cast Christmas special. I hope you've enjoyed that. And... Everyone that listens to Supplycast, continue listening, spread the word, uh, tell everybody about how amazing it is, and uh, we'll see you next year. Happy Christmas. Happy, Happy Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Take Thank care, you. Everyone. Bye.